Diego Garcia, welcome, bro. Yeah, Thank you very much for coming on. For sure, I'm hundred percent. I appreciate y'all for having me. Thank you. I'm very happy you're here. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You know who you are and what you do. I'm a 28 year old painter. I started painting as I've been always into art as long as I can remember. Whole story, long story short in a nutshell, brief synopsis kind of thing. Started doing graffiti around like 12, 13 years old. And like any artistic inclinations I had at that previous to, like I was always that guy, like I could draw or whatever. Markers or, or spray cans? Both. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was okay. like, a lot of people say they did graffiti. Like, nah, I was outside. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like it was All like right. a thing for sure. Whatever you get your hands on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you know, I was raised on like anime and Walt Disney. So like coloring and copying cassette boxes and you know what I'm saying? I was always into that kind of stuff. Art's always been a facet that like was natural. And then I think in hindsight, now I, I talk about it here and there and it's kind of crazy to talk. In this age, it's like, wow, a lifetime ago. You know what I'm saying? For whatever press I was doing on the up and coming, it's like reflecting very currently, very tangibly now. It's like, wow, that was some time ago now. You know what I mean? (laughs) Especially since the career took off. But yeah, like that was the time, you know, graffiti really opened me up to like an artistic voice and the idea of having an artistic voice. Before that, it was just something I could do as replication. It was copying, imitation, illustration, whatever. Did you have a tag name? And what was it? Yeah, no, that's, nah. that's in the past. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but um, bodies on that shit. Yeah, shout out to all the brothers. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, it was it was just that was like the first time between the artistic expression that is graffiti, and I take very seriously the culture. Oh, yeah. A lot of people like don't talk about the culture, the sociology behind graffiti culture, and, and that exposed me to friends that are still to this day my brothers. Codes of conduct, borderline. You know, I hate to be so stigmatizing about it, but the high hierarchies of, of sociology gang culture that's yeah. all that's all that stuff is serious and being exposed to that through an art form like graffiti was like a super catalyzing thing for me that turned me into like oh word like this is not just a hobby or something i'm good at this is who i am kind it's of how i want to live my life yeah for sure that like definitely led the infrastructure that led forward the infrastructure that i kind of still kind of carry with me to this day in some way shape or form even more so the artistic hand like that those tools the spray paint the paint markers the the mops whatever like that kind the rollers whatever that led me to like oh this is the lens in which i see art you know if i'm making it these are the tools that i'm making to do it i'm not like an oil pair i don't want to be i don't ever want to be you yeah. know tried it for two seconds i was like yeah this is like I'm, mm, this is my bag this is an extension of my hand for sure, sure. You connected to it. Yeah, 100%. Like, like cross everything. You knew this is who I want yeah. to be. Yeah, and, and it made its way everything. into like every part of my life. Like, you know, it exposed me to skateboarding because yeah. my graffiti friends were skateboarding. Then I became a skater and then I loved skateboard culture and then hip hop music. The and music, then, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like everything kind of found its way into my life through graffiti, I feel. So fast forward, graduated high school, debating going to FIT. And I I was terrified. I think in, in it's a very overzealous and, and ambitious thing to ask a 17, 18 year old kid what they're going to do with the next four to six years and financially. It's completely unrealistic. And, That's yeah. the word right. I would like it's, so, I think it's a crazy it's thing insane. to ask. It's a broken but, system. Yeah. yeah. Like what are you going to, you know what I'm saying? I remember hearing like, I'm supposed to know what I'm going to do for the next four to six <laughs> years with my time and my money and my yeah. life. Like, I don't know. I still know who I want to be when I grow up. Bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's a crazy <laughs> thing. I was terrified and I yeah. had friends figuring it out and it was a weird time growing up coming of age is hard as hell 
let alone having to sure. figure that out at that time. Yeah, yeah, you know. Sure. So I was very blessed that in Broadwood High School, I had teachers that like were looking out for me and kind of like you know telling me, "Yo, you're you're built for something a little bit beyond that." Like, don't tell your mom, but don't go to school. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, they'll kill me. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. for saying that, but, but don't yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, pursue this. Yo, that's yeah, amazing. for sure. Like, it's you amazing. have a voice. Like, you could genuinely make it in the art world. Like, you don't have to work for somebody. You don't have to be yeah. an illustrator being told what to do. And that kind of just that's wow, so you know counterintuitive I mean? to though, like what those people. People yeah. are programmed to tell you. Yeah, for you know? sure. So that's 100%. Like, you got in a it's good cr- spot where they would tell you that. Yeah, you know, 100%. I've spoken at my high school since. I've done workshops at my high school since. And super full circle that like, wow, that was definitely more pivotal than I thought it was. And as yeah. I get older and I regurgitate the conversation of the story, every time I'm like, wow, that really was a serious moment. Like I'd be a completely different person if I didn't have that catalyst at that exact time, yeah. you know? That's powerful. Those yeah, people so are supposed it. to be programmed to tell you. Yeah, go to yeah, school for four yeah. Years. Shout out to Nicole Friends. She was the one that was my teacher. And she actually had her foot in the door in the art scene out here. And now she's a full-time painter doing her thing. So she was the one that like, yo, like, you know, there's this breast cancer auction. I can submit something for you, like just to raffle off and, you know, get your name out there. So by the time I graduated high school, I already had like a kind of tangible idea of what it would be like. Okay, I have to find places to show my work. I have to find clients. I already had a a glossary of terms to kind of follow, you know, and work with. So that was it. I started like applying to shows and hosting my own when nobody would let me in the door with Dudley. You know, he goes by Dudley Music. I've known him since second grade. I just saw him on Sunday over at Staff Fest. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Shout out to Staff Fest and all them. That was cool. I I couldn't be there, but but I heard it was dope. And um, yeah, him and I, you know, I've known him since second grade. Oh, so, wow. so you guys are like best, best friends. Oh, that's my brother. That's my yeah. right hand forever. You know cool. what I mean? Like, so by the time we both graduated high school, he was putting out music. I, I caught wind of it. He caught wind of me doing my art thing. I kind of linked, I caught, I tapped him on the shoulder for a gig in the Bronx. And that was that. Like we had that. We kind of exposed each other. Like, Word, this is a really cool synonymous relationship. We can kind of work with each other, not step on each other's toes. So when places wouldn't book them for being a rapper, place wouldn't, places wouldn't book me for being urban. <laughs> we just did our own thing. We would like host, rent out garage, Fucking like storage garage units and stuff until we had enough of a crowd that when I got into a gallery, people would come and that's what happened. So, so yeah, since 2015, I've had six solo shows. Wow. So yeah, two back to back this year. I'm thankful. So. How did you transition from graffiti to the canvas? That was a lot easier than people think it is. Cause I mean, when you're really into <clears throat> writing, I don't know if it's still a thing, you know what I mean? I don't know, but it, at the culture at the time to collaborate with other artists, to collaborate with other writers, to show respect, to squash beef, to address beef, whatever have you. Your crews would link up and share black books. You have sketchbooks that you pass around that make their way towards this way and that way. That a canvas is another extension of that. Like if you link with a crew that, you know, you guys have mutual respect for each other, you'll get a canvas and you'll all do a canvas together. So So was it graffiti style on the canvas? Was that how it began? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just pieces and and throwies and everyone kind of just getting up together as kind of like this reunion style ceremony. Sure. And then I was the one that ended up starting doing the backgrounds, like picking colorways, like, yo, let's do like, you know what I mean? A pink and whatever. I was the one painting them. And then that translated to, nah, let's do a theme. I want to do like a nature theme. You know, let's cool. let's do a nature theme canvas. And then that's what kind of like, before I knew it, I was a lot more fluid in canvas painting that I realized, Got it. you know? So then when I took the letters out of the equation or actually just the, the culture or the expression that is specific to graffiti, I kind of already knew what I was doing. I was into characters, you know, fetus, shout out to fetus, like seeing him growing up on the train lines, like, oh, he's not even doing letters and he's killing it. I kind of was into that. 
sure. early, like, you know? So those transitions were easy. They weren't, yeah, you didn't have to think fluid. too much about no, it. No, no, it was fluid. And I think that's a sign to whatever creatives are watching this, whoever cares anything about what I have to say in any way, shape or form from here till I die. Like, it's got to be authentic, man. Mm. You, yeah, know? you gotta like, let it flow. Yeah, it's, yeah, if it's not a fluid thing, yeah. you have to have, you know, the honesty and the balls to question yourself. If it felt like I was forcing it, yeah, yeah. By X amount of attempts in, I'd be like, yo, maybe this is not for me. Yeah, no, yeah, you're trying saying? too hard. It, it right. don't hit. It don't hit. It's not going to work for hit. you. And that's sorry that it, if that's what you really wanted. James Brown and Bobby Bird of the Famous Flames have this awesome wow. story about each other. Famous Flames. Yeah. Sick you know, reference. Oh, yeah. I'm a Motown head. I'm right. the biggest Michael Jackson fan Super you'll dope. ever meet oh, in your entire life. That's one of my questions for you, bro. Oh, so yeah. So, <laughs> so all that to say, Bobby Bird has this story, if I'm paraphrasing it, but like... You know, James Brown started to be the face of the band, taking over. He went solo or whatever. And that was a huge part-time with the guy, though. Yeah, yeah, that's his band. Yeah. But that, there was a huge falling out over the dropping of the Famous Flames. And Bob Bird was like, yo, like, sometimes you got to realize you're just not the front man. 100%. And that's okay, you know? And I thought that was awesome to hear that because, like, that everybody wants to be the front man. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But so not everybody what? is. Unfortunately. And that's like, and that sounds, like, so ego-stroking no, of me to say. But like, it's, it's the not truth. A if I wasn't, Sure. I would call it, you know, there's times where, and that's the thing, like I, I play passenger seat. I've been, I've played it. I still play it to those, you know, like, like Dudley, I don't, I'm not a musician, but I learned how to plug up XLRs and wire speakers. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm his roadie when he needs yeah, me. Yeah, 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 play yeah. the passenger seat when you need to. Yes. No, but even and that comes within your own narrative too. Like, yo, if this is, if, if sure. this is not for me, I got to find my lane. Sure. Yeah. So, Self-awareness is one of the right, most important. Right. Right. That's really what it comes down that's to. Most I think important just thing. being honest with yourself. And yeah. it's a major you know? key to collaboration. It's not even like how you view yourself in terms of I'm not the front man. I'm not the it's the context of what you're working on and right. who you're working right. with to be able to shift right. from different positions and playing for what is the what's the goal that right. we're what's trying to objective? accomplish. What's the right. objective and who is best suited to fit each spot. A thousand percent. To be and able I to understand that is a major key. It is. It is. It's in any facet <laughs> of business or, or society, whether whatever it is, whatever it is, that's a huge key. But in art, there's a self-centered kind of objective for a lot of people. Yeah. So that's a hard thing. That's a hard pill to swallow for in the art game. That's just that. It is the what it is. Then was to, uh, they also were able to headline if they had Right, any. right. So that was, that was the reason why some of them, like the Temptations and all of them, Mm -hmm. That's why they picked somebody to be the headliner so they could Right, right. But Bobby Bird kept going though. Bobby yeah, Bird, he did. He Bobby stuck Bird with him. knew that this motherfucker is special. Yeah, he stuck he's with special. him. He's like, I'm gonna be his host. I'm gonna put the cape on when yeah. he's done, and he fakes that whole he's bit. He's special. This guy is it. special. Yeah, but Bobby Bird sure. wrote songs for him. I mean, you know, he was a major exactly. musician himself. Exactly. But he Very knew, talented. like, to put my ego 100%. in front right. and miss out on being able to work with this fucking lightning bolt. Oh, this guy percent. who like God put him here to exactly, do this thing. Exactly, to do this specific How am thing. I going to put my ego in front of that? Exactly. And that's amazing. And it's I amazing think that's shit. what it is. I, you know what I mean? Just being a kind of communal person from jump through the realm of graffiti. I was the little brother of the crew for a long time. You know, coming up in that realm, I always had a level of like, yo, there's a hierarchy. There's a ways to do this. So maybe I was just privy to that train of thought before I jumped into the art world that made it 10 times more fluid. And that was that. Like, because when that's out the way, when that's gone, when there's like no ego, when all that's, when all that noise is gone. The best work flows. Right. All this left is like me and my voice and what I want to make. And that's, I'm thinking, it's, it's crazy. I reflect on it. I'm like, man, every show, I'm like, this might be it. I feel like I'm hosting the Sweet 15 that nobody might come to, you know, like. <laughs> But people come and people buy and I'm thankful. I just, I'm just, I, you know, there's nothing. To be able to do it. Yeah, especially after like last year, everything that's been going on in the world and 
personally in life and stuff. I'm just thankful. Mm. It's yeah. gratitude. But they that's keep it. showing up. Yeah, that's it. I'm that's just great. and that's, I'm just gonna keep being me. I you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's got I'm an far. emotional wreck. I'm a Michael Jackson fan. I, <laughs> I, I play metal music. I DJ and get smacked and play Celine Dion. Like that's not. I couldn't fake it if I tried. You but know? got you this far, and you're yeah, happy. I'm and like, you're happy. It's, it's working, so day. it's gonna work again. Yeah. So that's all. Tell me about like what's your creative process for a painting? How do you, and I'm sure they, I'm sure it differs. Yeah. Give us kind of, how do you go about like kicking one off? I mean, I, and that's funny. It's changes, but it doesn't. And that's become a kind of, it's difficult to answer and easy. And that's all that it sounds so like artsy and yummy. No, no, I, shit, I, I, you know I, what I'm saying? I get it. It's different because naturally every piece is different. I'm not trying to make the same thing twice, but I am trying to reference, you know, my work, build a, a vision or a narrative or a style that's noticeable. I want you to look at a painting and I've gotten that. Like you look at it like, oh yeah, that's a Diego Garcia so do for you, sure. Do, do you so. create, do you make a mood board? Like no, in, no, in advance? I I, like do you have mostly, some sort of a, a physical process that you do before you actually commit to the canvas? No, I, there's two things that have become kind of like the the code of conduct or the procedure. It's uh, the first thing. I'm very big on like the athleticism of, of art, the athleticism of anything. People don't realize how much of a mental exercise it is to make these things. The majority, sure, I get it you know, mad emotional. I cry and stuff. But like people think like I do mad drugs. I don't do any drugs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a social drinker. I don't, you know what I'm saying? People, sure, there's sure. like a romanticized version of like this sad, yeah, yeah, yeah. tortured soul. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? People there's, think they know what it takes. There's elements to that that to are true for sure. Out. But no, there's definitely a strategy that comes with like composition. And I don't just do something and sell it to you because like I made it. Like, look what I did. I had something to say. I, I pick an emotion, I pick a theme, or I, I write a story. I an actual tangible thing to answer the question a little more more accurately than I am now is I don't I don't really sketch anymore. The first solo show I had in 2015, I had a lot of like physical ideas. It was kind of this the theme overall in hindsight was like this return to innocence, this serendipitous nature of life that we often forget as adults, which kind of propelled me into the lane that I'm in now using children as reference points. And that's grown into its own thing that I'll explain. But that was the original reason, right? And I had a bunch of reference points. Like I would like read Gap Kids and I'd read all these magazines. I'd see like a pose or a cool thing. And I'm like, okay, cool. That kid to me looks like they're running away from something or that kid looks confident or that kid looks scared or that kid looks that. So I had a lot of physical references that I'd sketch out and but by the time I got to the canvas and I'm preparing for this show, I'm like paper and hand trying to, it almost feels like I'm copying myself. Yeah. You know, anything that doesn't transfer from that original idea, I would end up feeling just really defeated. Mm. Like, so I was like, that's kind of lame. Like that's, if that's, this isn't going to work. If I feel like that every single time I'm at that, you know? Like you're jammed up. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm almost copying myself. Like I got all the purest ideas out here and not there. That has to be the purest form of it. So I was like, how can I do that? Uh, I had this teacher in high school that introduced me to like just free writing and creative writing and stuff. So, and my sister's a poet and stuff. She's always been into poetry. My grandfather put her on and stuff like that. So I got into just free writing instead of like drawing something, writing. This reference makes me feel this or that. I want to talk about this or that. I think the colors I want to use is blue or that. And then that turned into literal maps and like blueprints of like top right corner, blue, spray paint drip on bottom left, whatever. So by the time I had that, so source you would actually spec that out in writing. 
Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So by the time I had these stacks of books that were that, the painting feels like it's for the first time because there's no tangible image. There's no reference that I feel like I have to copy to get the idea out. It's all just source material. There's there's some sort of a map. Yeah, right. It's There's guidelines. Which that, is cool. You know, so now I'm open to new ideas because this, the physical piece is, is for the first time. So that was really like that. Once I, I got to there, like the work just, you know, I was making three paintings a month, oh, you wow. know. Or off of that exercise. So that's what I mean by the athleticism. There's people that, that I've talked to or just people in general that, that don't realize how much of a muscle memory, how much it is to exercise these things. You know, yeah. muscles atrophy if you don't work them out. Yeah. You know, so sure. I study, I, I always challenge myself. I, I kind of found myself only looking for source material as far as inspiration, whether it's a style or or somebody I want to tip my cap to or or like just kind of techniques or, or flavors to try out. I, I found myself early looking just only in the graffiti world. Started researching Jean-Michel Basquiat, Clifford Still, Cicely Brown, Cy Twombly, you know, like just different reference points that like, oh, word, the way they went about that is cool. I won't do it the same, but that's a cool starting point. That's a cool food for thought. Everybody has been doing that for thousands right, and thousands right. of years. You're you know? consuming. Yeah. And then it's coming out of right. you. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're interpreting and Pieces. then you're and then you're right. communicating. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. And I mean, like, and then as soon as I kind of caught my and even in again, referencing back to the music, Michael Jackson, like with the Shamona, like that was somebody that was on No Town before him or something. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like him doing the things he was doing, his dance moves is his Ode to Sammy Davis Jr. and James Brown. And they even say, like, when we saw him dance, like, oh, that's me, but different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I kind of saw that all throughout culture. And I was like, that's the move. I guess being the age that I'm in or the age that I am and the internet being what it is now and what it was kind of coming up in my career. Everyone's so like clingy to a tangible image. We all is this, this is the age of copy and paste. And I hate it. Everybody yeah. sees something work. Next thing you know, they just do it in blue and expect yeah, it to yeah, work yeah. the same but way. You know, what, man? You know people I, don't realize that that's, that's not how it goes. No, what we're no. talking about is how it goes. Real yeah. genuine reference points out of interest and passion. Not like, oh, I saw John Michelle make millions, so I just want to make millions too. Sure. No, like it's a genuine passion. I genuinely want to have a conversation with them in the next life. And I think these are... These are little footnotes that I'm leaving behind. Yeah. For, you know, people for that are fixated on the destination of where those people exactly. are, you know, exactly. not what it took to get them. There. Right. Not the process. Yeah. So that's where like I really, you know, that athleticism, like I could pa- I, I could outpay anybody eight ways to Sunday. And that's not because like I'm better than you just because my brain is trained to. Mm-hmm. My brain is trained to do well, because it. Because you've been you know? really doing you're the doing work it. and you've been doing the work because. Right. You love the process, not you're not. It, maybe you're also in love with what I'm about to say, but you're you're more in love with the process than you are with where the process is going to take you. For sure. Like, yeah, you want to make a lot of money as a painter. You obviously everybody wants, you know, every creative wants to make it right. famous, whatever you want to call that. But if you love that shit more than you love making, yeah, the, you yeah. know, making the painting. Writing sure. a song. If you love that shit more, it's not gonna work. It's no. not. Yeah, it's not. It's good. You're never gonna be someone who people look at and say, "Yo, this motherfucker is great." Right. And you may make it, and right. you may be some corny cheese ball, right? And who I, makes I money, but you're never gonna be somebody who looks at and 100%. talks about like Jean Michel Basquiat. Right. Nobody, you, no, it's just not, it's not a thing. And then the thing is too, I think, of course, I want those things. Of course, anybody wants those things. There's like, it, it's human nature to kind of want verification and affirmation and. And that equates to notoriety 
to a degree, right? Everybody wants that in some way, shape, or form, whether it's in a relationship or you want that promotion. Yeah, hell you yeah, know sure. what I'm saying? Hell Anybody. Yeah. That's yeah. human nature. So that's that I'm not perfect. I'm poorly made. You know, we yeah. all want those things to a degree. But my my peace of mind, my bed rest is where I don't want that. I don't want that more than the integrity of yeah. the work. I want yeah. the integrity of the work more. If that yeah, comes yeah, with yeah, it, for yeah, sure, yeah. that's going to be dope. Yeah. And as far as the, the, the coin or the money, like for sure, everybody wants to make money. But I don't want I don't want to make money to tell you guys I make money. I want to make money to make more art. Mm-hmm. I want to make yeah, money yeah, to yeah, make yeah. more investment investments that allow me to make more art. I want to make money to make better, bigger ideas happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you want the money to give you is. the ability to make art all it's the time. It's a tool. That's yeah, all yeah, it yeah. is. My grandfather that's used to it. always say it's just a tool at that's the end a, of the day. It's not it's the just North a tool. Star, People say, no, like, you know? money is freedom. It's only freedom because it's a tool. That's mm-hmm. it. If you don't see it that way, you like, you're going to be chasing way, the coin your whole life. If you don't yeah. see it that you know? way, it's the opposite. Of right, right. It's actually going to be chasing it forever, forever. So that's where I'm at. And that's where that is where again I'm just thankful to be where I'm at because the power of no, you know, when yeah, you're chasing yeah. the coin when it's when it's the opposite of what it should be, you're a yes man. Anything to get the bag, whatever. Sure. That's not the way it goes. You know what I mean? Sure. Like again, back to that whole Michael Jackson thing. Like, let's back talk to- about Michael, bro. I <laughs> <Yeah>. mean, <laughs> are you sure, I'm bro? Sure. I'm I don't sure. know. I I'm could sure. do. Well, you could invite me back for a whole five-hour <laughs> no, no, conversation. No. I could do that all day. All right. What's the deal with Michael Jackson? He's the, he's the greatest artist of all time, dog. The only person in human history to be inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, there are statues in Budapest of this man. You know what I'm wow. saying? Like, mm. it's crazy. Just like the cultural phenomenon when I was younger. Just like this, the nostalgia of how I was introduced to Michael was its own story. Fast forward, the the cultural phenomenon that he is being like a self-proclaimed sociologist, how he moved people, the mob theory is crazy. It's crazy. And then as I got older, just the genuine music and artistic integrity, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever age he was, seven or whatever, I'm paraphrasing, but you can look it up. He said, like, you know, if I, you know, I don't sing it if I don't mean it, you know, I'm mm-hmm. singing if I don't feel it, you know? And mm-hmm. then fast forward for bad you know, when he was making Bad, there's this interview where they're talking about, there's a song, another part of me that was like kind of slept on in the process of making, because he'd make music in abundance. And that's a whole other thing to the athleticism yeah. that I got from Michael, like make abundantly, make abundantly. They were asking his process in an interview. He said, I just, I just make music and the album chooses itself, mm. you know? I love that. Like, so for me, the same thing, like people see the 20 pieces in the collection they don't know i made 40 yeah, yeah. and the album chose itself yeah, yeah you know yeah. It, it chooses itself when you're genuinely in tune with your voice and your integrity yeah, it, it'll all square up if right, you just keep right. making if you just let it go if you just yeah. let it flow if there's no ego involved there's, if there's no tit for tat on trying to prove something to somebody else if it's for me you know it, it'll work out and Shit. i got that from michael for sure mm-hmm. and so he was saying that and there's this song another part of me that they're talking about where they were like, you know, you you wrote so many other songs that like kind of slap in comparison to this one. And he said, nah, this one makes me dance every time it comes on. It has to be the it has to be on the album. It meant something to him. Yeah. And now that's one of his most noticeable songs on the bad tour when mm. he did it live. You know, he had an objective that served the purpose to his narrative. Like he knew like, oh, I danced with that means I'm going to be able to kill it when I perform yeah, yeah, live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sounds good live. It was for him. Right. And it's got to be, though. That, I think space. that's the only thing that keeps artists continuing to make. I think. Yeah. And that that's something I've said to myself. And I kind of there's days where I'm at odds with it because because for sure it's for me, there's a therapy. And I think if Michael were here the day I meet him, I'll be able to ask him. But what you gonna call it like the thing is, there's a there, of course, there's a therapy. Of course, there's like a for me, there's an objective for me, which is why I do, which is why it's my two hands that do it. 
But at the same time, it's not, it's not, I don't make it to just say, hey, you know, look what I made, guys. You know what I'm saying? It's a tool. It's a form of communication. It's a narrative. It's a dialogue. It's a conversation. It's a reaction. Music, the same thing. Like, it's a feeling. You know what I'm saying? So I think for any great form of artistry that I admire, whether it's music, literature, fine arts, painting, whatever, there's, there's the therapy and then I, I'm the the artist is cognizant and very aware of like what it does for the viewer too. Yeah, yeah. There's a middle ground, and I yes. think you got to get there. You know, yeah. whatever you're doing. You know, for me, it was you know the little poems I use and the text I use in my work or the subject matter. You know, perfect. For instance, a, a, a good example of what I'm trying to say is a lot of my work is of course referencing personal emotions, personal experiences. But if I made a piece about loss. I don't say, or or being heartbroken, let's just, everyone can refer to that. And I've definitely painted about it for sure. You know, I don't say, hey girl, you broke my heart. This specific name on yeah. this date and this <clears throat> date, I was really hurt when you didn't like my Valentine's Day gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fraction <laughs> it down to the nearest hole. I, I get down to the source root. I get down to the, to the base root of the emotion where I just say, you hurt my feelings, I'm hurt. You know, like. I loved you. And those poetic versions of my experience now give you the tools sure. to just look at my work and forget that I made it. And now sure. you're talking to whoever you felt that to. Like, yeah, dude, that reminded me of when this shit broke my yeah, heart yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, or that reminded me of when I lost my partner too. Yeah. So it it's it's a tool. I get my therapy out, but I'm also thinking of how it serves you too. Yeah. And I think music does the same. Anybody that's you can relate right, and sparks I think, an emotion in you. And, I, and that's maybe now that I'm talking about it out loud, maybe that that story from about that song, Another Part of Me by Michael Jackson, hearing him like he knew what it would do for him. But it led him to say, oh, it's going to slap when I do it live. It's going to slap because I could dance to it. I could get the band to really be in sync. And that makes for a good show for the viewer. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. makes for good music, sure. you know, and I think that's that's where my head's at to answer the question, to go back to that question my process and stuff. There's all the emotional stuff that, that gets out, whether it's the source material, the poems, whatever, the reference points, the color, whatever palette I want to set for myself. That's the therapy. I get it out. And then I I, I try to unplug and I, I try to go back to academia and I say, okay, now that I've said what I want to say, now that my piece, my heart is happy. Is it a good painting? Because I've gotten, you know, my emotions out. And sometimes it's something only I would get, you know? I don't want it. I don't want it to ever feel like that. I want mm. my work. I make work for people on Long Island. I make work for people in Beijing. I make work for people in Pakistan. I don't think I want to make, I don't, I know I don't want to make work for one genre of people. I don't want you to know me to have to feel, I don't want you to think my work is good only because you know me. I yeah, want yeah. the fact that you know me to make my work better. Sure. There's you know, a, you familiar with an artist, uh, Daniel Caesar. Mm -hmm. So he's on, uh, I think it's the, the most recent record. He, he, there's a track on there and uh, it's, it's with Pharrell, Pharrell is featured and I think Pharrell produced it. And there's a line that Pharrell has in, in that song. And it's like, you know, about being an artist. And he says something along the lines of like, you know, never keep it inside. Yeah. But let it out so everybody can know what it feels like. Right. And I thought that was so dope because it's yeah. like, that's really what it is. That's what it it's is. It's like, you have these feelings. Right. But the therapy piece is getting your feelings out. But what you're talking about, the next connection is so when people... When people are consuming it, they're mm -hmm. connecting something that you felt in a moment and then creating their own interpretation sure. off right. of a feeling right. that you had. And it's it like it doesn't have to be just my experience. Yes. It's a bridge. It's not it's, a literal it's a bridge for anyone, you know? And I think that's what makes great art. Oh, There's yeah. good art that doesn't do that for sure. Yeah. But great art does that every time. Oh, that, and I'm, I'm a every big, single big, time. Big, 
proponent of the difference yeah. between good and great. That so, is so so am I for sure. That's pound the, for pound. You that's know? the mark of a great artist. Like to tie it back to Michael Jackson, it's like yeah, the person who understands it. music on the base level yeah. loves what he does. Right. The but the person who it. understands it at the highest level mm-hmm. loves what he does. Right. Yeah. You right. know, and everybody in between truly feels know? the pulse yeah, as well. You know, truly understands well the pulse of it at, on all ends of the spectrum. Yeah. So yeah, I could go on about Michael. That's really what it was. Like a lot of my handbook mentally professionally is that just the way he went about being the most powerful superstar this the world has ever seen and i think too now that i'm older and i've gotten into my own life and now that i'm a man and you know not that i say i'm recently i've been a man for quite some time but you know what i'm saying like yeah. mm-hmm. being a creative individual that's made a tangible footprint like word like if i die tomorrow i'm, I'm a, i've died a painter a mm. successful one at that. You're making a living. You know what I'm doing saying? The like thing I, that you love. That's I, you know you, you, right. You can't That's take what that I'm away. Saying. So so that I think just seeing what socio what society did to him, seeing what fame did to him, the body dysmorphia, all the negative stuff to yeah. me really was I found kind of fascinating as I got older too because people have a lot of this or that to say about him. But I was like, I just think that makes him more interesting that mm. like he was demonized for his for his naiveness like you know there's one of his publicists in whatever documentary i own i forget which one they said if there's anything that michael jackson was guilty of it was being too naive for this world you know mm. not, not realizing that people would take his money people would accuse him of things to get paid you know and whatever else the the body dysmorphia like being under the mic he's the he is the biggest sociological guinea pig of all time from he's, child he's I mean, right from, that's yeah, what yeah, i mean yeah. like if you dissect you know, the story from the root sure. like the kid was chosen by god at yep. the age of six you know what i'm saying yeah. this is what michael jackson is what happens when and his family built a machine him, around the, him right this is what's gonna happen he's what happens like when god says let's let him go let him yeah. touch the stars how close can he get before he sets on fire icarus yes yeah, yeah, yeah. i was literally yeah. about to say he's yeah. the real life icarus but like, you listen you, you know you, you give you give a stable individual several hundred million dollars right. and the admiration and adoration of the entire planet. For sure. That's going to pull out all of the bad Any, stuff. Right. Let alone somebody who started at the age of seven right. and had all kinds of, you know, 100%. mental issues. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, you give any one of us in this room a couple hundred million that's, and, that's, and world that's a fame recipe and, for and some bad shit's going to go down. Yeah. So, especially from the start, his own flesh and blood took advantage of him. You know, so, so it's like he didn't know, know I mean? how to become whatever. And that's, and even that to me as an active, like, you know, painter, as an active creative that says like, you know, whatchamacallit, um, that's another thing too that that's for debate that can be its own conversation too. Like for sure, it's horrible what, what happened to him, but but Michael Jack, look what happened. Lives on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. His, you know. It's f- eternal. Jermaine and all of them say, Tito, they're like, yeah, my father was poorly made, but none of us went to jail. Mm-hmm. None of us did this, none of that. And look what, like, hello, Michael Jackson. Yeah. You know, with the Jackson five. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, Became so everything God, comes man. at a cost. Success comes at a cost yeah. is what I get out of that narrative. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nothing is free. Yeah. Nothing on this earth, even if it's tangibly free, it costs that clock five dials. You know what I'm saying? It costs that clock 10 dials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything costs something. Nothing is free. No you know what I mean? Sure. So no that's something I get. And again, to just sum it all up, Michael Jackson, in all aspects, I just find him psychologically, sociologically, culturally fascinating. Yeah, and aside from me, the greatest musician of all time. So, <laughs> Man in the Mirror is the greatest song of all time. What? I'm wearing the 25th anniversary <laughs> history yeah, sweater. Right but what's now. your favorite record? What's your favorite album? I get a lot of shit for this. Bad is my favorite album. Like people okay. hold him like I had a talk with Talib Kweli about this. And like I told him that because, oh, you're a Michael Jackson fan. I, when I did his album cover for him and Styles P, we went out one time to celebrate or whatever. And uh, he's like, oh, like you didn't. You, that's your favorite. Like, what's your favorite album? You like Michael? I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a big fucking fan, dude. 
And he's like, yeah, the biggest fan, you know? I could curse, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what should we call it? Um, so uh, so I was like, yeah. He's like, yo, what's your what's your favorite album? I said, bad. He said, yeah, no. Man. All he said was no. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. Like, what? What was his favorite album? And I get it, though. I'll explain. And shout out to Talib for even, you know, working with it. It was so dope. He's, the, he's, he's good people, man. But we were talking. He said, no. Like, just no. No. I was like, that's a response. Hey, fuck you, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Like, you know, I was like, let me explain. He's like, all right, explain. He was like, it's because your age. I'm like, no, it has nothing to do with my age. I, if if we're going by age, Dangerous would be my favorite yeah, 100%, album. Yeah, bad is 80s. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I was like, for me, I was like, for me, my favorite is because that's my favorite because sonically, he offered me so much on that. There's Calypso, <sighs> there's rock, there's gospel, there's R&B. There's the the cultures like us at the time, which was like synthesizers and stuff. Like it just responded to the times in such a Michael way. And I was like, that's what I want to do. Like I want to respond to my times, but it's my voice. It's not, it doesn't sound dated. Mm. Smooth criminal, it doesn't sound dated. Like, you know what I'm saying? You hear 80s songs and they sound like, wow, that was the 80s. Yeah, you yeah. hear Michael music, it don't sound like the 80s, but it was the 80s. Sure. Michael Jackson was in his, he was demi mode. He was within and without, you know? And so I just thought that was the best flex on that time. Because like you look at Off The Wall, you look at Thriller. Those are Motown records. Those are Quincy records. Off The Wall is sure. my favorite. Off The Wall. So Off The Wall is my to favorite. Answer, so because it's Quincy and it's, it's and it's, beautiful. And it's so groovy. And I totally, it's not, and that's the thing. Like we're talking about greatness and greatness. Yes. Point two. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like yes, it's, yes. it's not, a, it's not. What easy. was Talib's record? Did off you, The Wall. Off the wall. And that's why he said, he was like, he was like, I hear you. That's valid. But as he DJs, so do I and stuff. He's like, as a DJ and as like a music head, Off The Wall is his most timeless record for sure. And I agree. I was like, that's totally fair. I said, that's valid. Those right. songs ain't going nowhere. You know? No, but Those I mean, songs, bad is, I mean. Bad will go away before Off The Wall does. Yeah. And I, I know that. 100%. I know that. It will go, that album will stay will outlive all of them just out of the pure richness of the sound oh, and stuff like that. But for me as an active creative, like bad was like what I want to do with my life. Like yeah, I yeah. want to make bad, you know what I mean? I love like, that. It was all, and that was the first album that he had the more, the majority, if not all of the producing and writing credibility and independence. Those first two albums, a lot of those songs were written by Quincy's team. And yeah, yeah, it yeah. was a Quincy album. Yes. He was his mentor. Yes. And that's not a bad thing. Like yes. no shade. It's no, great. But bad is like when but he's really like, coming into his it's own. mine. Like, you yes. know what I'm saying? Y'all thought I was done with three. Y'all yes. thought these people did it for yes. me. I'm gonna do it again. No, on my it's own. really where he transcended Quincy, right? And, and the kinda, music kinda and went the short into his own. films and and just everything. I'll never oh, forget so watching good. watching the bad video on so MTV good. as a kid. Wesley Snipes, that's his first acting gig. Really, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, that's Wesley cool. Snipes' first acting. Never gig. forget that video, man. You when they're down saying? in that parking garage, just filling up. Yeah, crew. and there's another <clears throat> in the same documentary with that publicist. They're talking to him. There's a story. I'm paraphrasing, but there's a story where Michael, right after Thriller's, like in Tokyo taking a vacation or whatever, he's like, I'm sitting with Michael Jackson on a boat. Like, you know, I'm like this, he's like in a samurai outfit and there's like pictures of him in it. And like, they're asking him like, yo, so, you know, he's kind of quiet. Like, you know, he's a very shy dude. And I kind of relate to that as, as the, as the art career gets more serious. And as I get older in that process, I'm a lot more reserved than I once was. I was usually like, I was a rowdy dude in the room, which I still am for the most part, but. Uh, a lot of my conversations these days are like this. I kind of yeah. have a, you know, I have a... You mature. Yeah, for sure. sure. I have a lot. I have, I control my energy a lot more. 
Yeah, because it's not an infinite resource, man. For sure. Yeah. Exactly. That's what, it, that's what it is. Put it in the right spot. I want to make this out artsy yeah. and yuppie. Yeah. I'm just getting old. That's yeah. all. You know what I mean? That's all it is. But they're talking to Michael like, yo, so everyone's asking what's what you know, what's next? What do you want to do? Whatever. And like, yo, he just has like this tone and he's like, my next album is going to do everything that Thriller didn't. I love that. And he's like, <laughs> I mean... What yeah. didn't Thriller do? And he imposed, like, I mean, what do you mean? Like, dude, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. you did it. What, you know, and he got really offended. Like, well, you don't think I could top it? What do you think I'm done? Like, he, Michael got mad offended. Like, wow. And in hindsight, the amount of music videos it had, the amount of number one hit singles on the radio it had, the long, Thriller didn't have a solo tour. Bad was the longest spanning solo tour to that date. You know wow. what I'm saying? He had objectives. And that to me, again, that athleticism, I'm like, yo, this guy's playing chess. You know what I'm saying? He's at the top of the game and he's hungry like he's broke. You know what I mean? I love that. I love that. That for me was all I needed to hear. So that's what every show I do. I remember in 2016, I had a show in Chelsea and that was like a big deal. I was like, great. Shout out to the team that put that together. It was a fundraiser for the Covenant House. Shout out to the Covenant House for, you know, working with us. It was dope. And it was in Chelsea right off West 26th Street. And it was like sponsored by Red Bull and whatever brewery from the city or whatever. And that was like the biggest deal at the time. I was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like the like a year after my first solo show, you got blessed it. with this opportunity. Yeah. A collector of mine who's a, a brother of mine, I'm actually going to his wedding in a couple of weeks. What should we call it? He was working on Wall Street and he like just called me on the phone like, yo, are you down? I was like, yes. He's like, that's why I love you. That's why I know you're built for this. Like I got you an opportunity. So that worked out to just, he coordinated me with this art opportunity and it was a great show. I was, it was one of my, one of my favorite processes for sure, as far as experience goes. And uh, Dudley and I were driving back to Long Island that next morning. So he's like, so what's next? You know, like not even, we're still hung over, you know what I'm saying? And we're driving. Dudley knows me well enough, you know, and wants it as bad as I do for me and vice versa where he's dri- we're driving. On the 495, he's like, so what's next? I was sure. like, word, back to, back to the drawing board. That's probably the most. Then my next show is going to do everything that this show didn't do. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, what's next now is probably it. the most popular phrase that's yeah, set around you. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. All day long. You know what I mean? Like, what's that's next? how it's got to go. What's you know? next? And, Never. It's easy. I mean, you it's, can't ever stop because yeah. you're here to do it's it. It's easy to stop, too. And that's the harder uh, part that, like, I try to be human about it. Like, it's easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, uh, before any of my solo show collections, I was making... You know, people knew me around the hood for whatever, being that graffiti guy. So I was making like logos and murals for people and whatever and and that stuff. It's if I wanted the money, if I was, again, back to that thing about chasing the coin for the wrong reasons. If I wanted that, I would have just done that. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't have taken risks to say, you know what? I want to make a collection with an actual thesis that really means something to me or that, you know, I'm going to raise my price because like I want collectors to buy, you know, my my story, my narrative. I wouldn't keep pushing the envelope. It's easy to not. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. When you when and, you don't want it that bad, it's easy to oh, when yeah. you succeed at something. There's a there's a there's a, a feeling of like, I could just do that again and yeah, try to yeah, just yeah. do that. You know, a lot of people come and go because of that. And if you, you know? don't name your value, nobody else is going to yeah. name it for you. Exactly. You have to be the one to right. say, you know what, if, prices are going up. If you say, yeah, I'm the yes man that's going to stay doing it, that's it. You yeah. said it. Yep. You know, I, that's why I learned the power of no early. I'm like, nah, I don't want for, that. But then it's not for you. Right. Yeah. You know? right. Or, or hey, man, no, you know, and I, I've been after, after like, I, I would say, I don't know when, but recently, sometime, re- I'm not your role model. I don't have to be. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like. I don't owe you anything. You don't yeah. owe me. I don't have to yeah. be. A, if my algorithm, if my 
I think that's what it is. I'm just I'm just ten toes down on on my moral compass. My mind is different than yours. If but it is the same all... as me, you'll relate and you'll cop you'll want to copy my algorithm. But if you want to be a yes man, that doesn't work for me. But sure. that works for you. Sure. Hey man, go paint murals of yeah yeah you know freaking. Burgers and saying enjoy your stay. If yeah, you want to be yeah, a commercial, yeah. dude, that's for you. Yeah, so I love yeah, it. Yeah, I don't yeah. have to. I don't have to. And be, you know what? If that, I don't if, have to be a role model. If that I wanna, fulfills you know, people, if that right, fulfills people, right? Then, if you're yeah. happy, we all need that. If you want to yeah. be a logo maker, go. But I, would, I think more, more often than more power not, to more, you, bro. Like, go ahead. Yeah. So uh, we were talking before before we started about how like I, I feel as though you know since we've been here, it's a couple years now, and we're coming across coming in contact with a lot of creatives or working right. with a lot of people on a lot of different projects. But the theme that I keep seeing right. is like, you know, 10 miles wide, two inches deep. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's you like everybody's a singer, yeah. answer, actor, dancer, producer, choreographer. And like everybody does everything and everybody's yeah. trying to do everything. Mm-hmm. And I feel as though like, I don't want to hate on it because I feel like on one level, these little black boxes that live in our pockets and Instagram and everything has mm-hmm. given artists and creatives the ability to, to like shoot take shot. these talents sure. and shoot this shot. But I feel like people, one of the big reasons why people aren't progressing yeah. and really like, you know, it's not happening for them is because they're just, you know, like... Yeah, for sure. You, you can't be great shit. at all of those things. Yeah, I hate it's it a struggle. so much. I can't stand it. Like... That's something that I've not like bitter, but like, oh, I just is he, is everybody in the mother's a pain. Everybody, and everybody that's like, and again, everything. And, and again, that's no shade to anybody. Everyone deserves a chance to do it for sure. And go ahead, you want to shoot your shot? Go ahead. It's like, not shade. Work. It's more of like Big Brother perspective on yeah, listen, yeah, simplify, and you'll thing. do better. Right. It's not shade or any. I think I think my only grievance with it is because the the phones and the age of information and social media platforms, rightfully so, have given given everyone an equal chance, which is dope, which is awesome. I wouldn't be where I'm at if, you know, if we I didn't have, have a platform to, to link direct to consumer, yeah. for sure. Not knocking it at all. But I think the downfall, and this comes from like a, a, an authentic and genuine love and passion for the art of creating work with actual integrity, right? Not for my, like where all that stuff aside, whether you're successful or not, I don't care. Off the of the passion of art. loving good and great art, mm. right? This is where this comes from. I think the problem is that Social media exposes you to different, a million different versions of success. So we're just as humans inclined to try to replicate. Again, we're in the age of copy and paste and I hate it. Everyone sees it. Oh, word, I'm going to do it that way, but I'm going to do it in blue for the people that want to buy it in blue. And sure, there's a lane for that. I'm sure there's a, I don't know the percentage. I don't know the amount of pie chart that they take up, but I'm sure there's people that got off on that. Like, that's cool. That's for you. Go ahead. That's for you. But I think if that's for you, go for it. But I, I, I'm terrified to know the number of genuine artists that we lose trying to do that. Yeah. And if you just didn't try to do that and answered yourself first and worked inward, outward versus outward, inward, I, I wish I wish we could know, you know, because I think that stops a lot of people from making authentic things. I think that stops a lot of people from trying authentic things. They just want to do something in hopes that it'll it'll click. It'll Get do something. It'll do something. It'll seen. do something. It'll yeah. do something. I didn't, the work I make, you know what I'm saying? There's, I'm horrible. You know what I'm saying? I don't utilize social media as much as I should. I don't, I post little to no, you know, I, the, the collection of work that I just made this year. Uh, the first show I had in June, shout out to Muñeca Art House. 
I did a reboot and a deluxe edition of my 2019 show that I did with them. It was like 20 paintings. I posted like three pictures, mm. you know? I'm horrible. If I really wanted that coin, I could, yo, this is available. Hit me yeah, up. Sure. Doof, doof, doof. Pop style. Shout out to Colored Colors and Jose and all them. The team that put that together at Spotlight over there at the Paramount. I posted like two pictures. I still owe this guy, Jose. He's going to laugh. But you see, I want a recap video still. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Mm. But I think that's because I'm just trying to make authentic artistry. Sure. I'm just trying to make and it works. I sold mad paintings. I don't owe anybody an explanation, mm. you know? And that's not to like, again, that doesn't come from my high horse or nothing. That comes from genuinely loving art. Genuinely yeah. like giving a shit about what I offer you into your life. You know what I mean? So I think social media exposes people to, again, maybe we touched on it earlier. We expose people to success and not the path to sure. success. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So they it, see the it end turns, result. It turns into a lot of people that that are like you said this deep, this far out, but they're not this deep. They're only this deep. You it's, know, it's frustrating. Yeah, when we it come sucks. across people it who are really down. So much. Yeah, well, I think it's I think it's uh, it's the general theme of what we're talking about. It's the maturity of yourself right, yeah, as an yeah, artist. Right. It's the separation sure. between great and good. For you sure. Know? It's 100%. like if you find yeah. out who you are, you know. Right. And answer then that question first. Channel it. Answer you know? that. My I tell everybody like over the course of interviews or whatever, or just food for thought, like for fellow creatives, like, oh, what what advice do you have for whoever, right? <laughs> I was like, I'm flattered that you would take my advice. That's even a blessing in itself. I'm super thankful. And I just keep it base root. Who are you and what do you want to say? That's Hell it. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. it. Everything else is noise until you can't, and if you can't answer those questions, mm -hmm. those two questions, everything else is noise. Because odds are, if you can't you answer those saying? questions, you're taking whatever it is and you're making it blue exactly you know yeah. you know what i'm saying and no yeah. one else know if what you, you can't want. answer that question for yourself no one else is going to interpret those things for right. you i know no who one's going to be like oh shit i know who i am i know what i want to say that yeah. exposes me to business that's good for me business that's not good for me that exposes me to an on-brand aesthetic that exposes me to the power of no hmm. that exposes me to my value that exposes me to my artistic integrity that exposes me to a moral compass and conviction that nobody in this room can shake sure. you know what i mean I can speak in front of 10 people or 10,000 people. I know who I am. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's crossing don't need me. You know what I mean? I'm not scared of anybody it. on this earth. You know what I mean? And that's what it, that's what matters. I think that's the stuff that that social media and stuff they 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 misguide or delay or misconstrue those questions. So, I because tell people, people a lot are looking of people, for the like. People right, are looking right. for I tell a lot the of approval. people, man, uh, some years ago, I had a group chat with some dudes or whatever, nothing crazy. You know, they're all the homies. It's no shade. We laugh about the conversation I'm, I'm talking about. Like Swiss Beats put up like a contest. Like, oh, whoever paints this 50K and whatever. And was like, yo, da 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 God, get on it. Get on it. Apply it. Apply I'm like, man, half of y'all fighting for the mic. You wouldn't even know what to say if you got it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's 100. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. That's a thousand percent. I If I get the mic tomorrow, if I have the mic right now, I know what I want to talk about. I yeah, know yeah. who I am. Yep. Like all of y'all bickering over the podium, over the microphone. Y'all don't even know what you want to talk about when you get there, mm -hmm. you know? And that's why I say I hate it. That's why I come off like as like a dickhead, like no, no, artist, I, but I, I don't care. Like it is what it is. Like, I, I'm not your role model. You know right. what I'm saying? Like I don't have to be. Yeah. If no, I am, I'm totally flattered. And I would hope that I'm your role model because I'm convicted. Because my talent for sure, I would hope so. Sure. But even regardless of that, I would take somebody, being somebody's role model over my conviction and over my moral compass, over my talent any day. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to like what I do. Just believe what I say. Like, believe it comes from a pure heart. Believe it comes from a thousand percent authenticity. If that, that matters to me more than how much you 
like or dislike my art. You know what I'm saying? Somebody could come to my show like, yo, he's whack. Like, that's yeah, people could not like your but style. But he was a good dude. Yeah. But he was a real one, you know? I'm well, cool with that. I could take that. I've know? always felt I've always felt like in terms of like making music and stuff is that like, you know, people could say like, you know, I don't particularly dig the the style right. that that he's putting out or that he's making, but like mm-hmm. respect of peers almost like, like no one's ever going to say like, this was not done well. Right. You know, and I feel like that pound for pound is done right. That's more important because there's so many different perspectives and there's so many different opinions. And like, that's not what you're chasing. What you're chasing is you want to do your thing, do it well, Mm -hmm. be respected for the fact that you do your thing, which is only yours. 100%. And that you do it well. Right. For sure. You can't really ask for much more than that. And and that's, to me, you know what I'm saying? All that matters to me, you know, I'm not everybody. I don't have to be. And excuse me, another, other people might not feel the same. That's okay. Yeah. And that comes with like what we were saying, like, it's not going to work. My, yeah, I don't say that anymore. I don't say it's not going to work for you. I don't say that. My version isn't going to work for you. Yeah, sure. If you want to be, if you want to paint plants, <laughs> go ahead. Paint. Yeah, yeah, you know, if yeah. you want to be the plant guy, go ahead. There's lane for that. You know what I'm saying? If you want to be the guy that gets hired by every restaurant to like, do this and that. That's cool. Go for it. That's mm-hmm. dope. All love. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's got to do it. It's dope. I just don't want to do that. That's mm-hmm. just not me. I make, you know, I make gallery. I'm a curator. I'm a, you know what I mean? I, I curate a sensory experience. You know, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I want to do. I want to be sure. Michael Jackson, Walt Disney, Virgil Abloh. You know what <laughs> I'm it. saying? That's what I want to be. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, that's oh, not me. I love me. that, man. That's not me. I love it. I think the next, I think the next level of what you guys are talking about then is just doing it consistently. Yes. Continuously yeah. doing, yes. right. you know, and refining. Yes. Right. And then again, you know, back, that is the next challenge. <laughs> re, re, regurgitating that phrase, the athleticism. If you don't have that pace in yourself, I remember, I don't know what show it was. I forget. I think right after the 2016 show, I was kind of just shot. I was just like, oh, dude, like that show nearly killed me. The emotional context and the subject matter was so deep. I was like, yo, I don't even want to look at a painting or whatever. But that's, but then you feel unproductive, then you feel stagnant, then you feel this. <laughs> Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm like, that's not cool either. Right. So I kind of developed like, all right, well, what what would help get me in a mood? That's when you go paint a restaurant wall. (laughs) Yeah. For some people, for some people, that's what they do. For some people, that's where you fold. That's where you say, yo, shit, I got to get a bag or I got to be doing something to look cool for somebody. Whatever the reason. Right. Maybe realize that's whatever fucking happened. Right. (laughs) For me, I was like, that's not that's not that. What can I do? You know, for for training season, what can I do to recuperate? What can I do, you know, to them, you know, post, you know, post World Cup, post Super Bowl, post, you know what I'm saying? Final season. I was like, all right, like, you know, get back into the the creative writing bag, get back. DJing became that another facet for me, like to flex some muscles. Like, all right, like when it's off season, when the shows are touring, doing group shows, auctions, whatever, I DJ. Well, you fuck with mixed media. I mean, I think when I first became aware of you, one of the things that drew me to you was you would post these stories yeah. of like yeah. these, these, um, these that like made my day static, that static TV. Because like nobody, like when I first started doing it, like the homies like, what the fuck? Like, like I, trust me, it's going to work. Like I, I believe in it. It's going to work. I, I became aware of you. That's um, so dope. I'm flattered. That's I knew about the day. paintings and it was cool. Yeah. But what really made me like, oh, yeah, let's, I, I like this guy's vibe. I'm so was, happy. That was just those my, stories. That just made my fucking with the, day, dude. With the static TV yeah. and just the kind of ambiance. Like yeah. that, like I was like, this is cool. Right. This guy is really, really just kind of emoting. Yeah. That, 
and live. My day. I'm geeking right now. That's so dope. <laughs> I knew it was gonna work. I knew somebody. <laughs> I knew somebody would appreciate it as much as I do. This is the. This I'm is, like, you guys don't understand, man. This and is like, the it worked. Affirmation though. moment, right? Over now. X amount of time, like I've met people like from shows, and like, yo, like, are you like I seen the channel surf shit? Like, it was like a, it was an aesthetic. It was. Yeah, it was. It was it's a aesthetic. brand move. That's yeah. a chess move that people don't see. It was That's cool like shit. you know what I'm saying. That took like a year to like, yo, I'm gonna like just compile all this footage, this random nostalgia culture that references me in ways that I recognize, but mm. to people it'll be viscerally exciting, you know? Oh, so yeah. those are just little things that I, that I do again, that athleticism of like, yo, consistency, there's, I don't got it. I pay, I, I put in my 10,000 hours. Nobody could cross me. You know what I'm saying? My gallery works, my catalog. I'm good. I don't owe anybody anything. I don't mm. have, to, my sneakers don't have to look dirty. You know how like ball players like always want to have ball shoes on to like, mm emphasize how much they ball. Yeah, yeah. I ball enough that I don't care how much you know I ball or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I did that and that's where like that space really became the space to flex other muscles. Like, oh, where the DJ, the visceral, the visual stuff that I'm putting on Instagram is also an, an extension of my artistic narrative. It's also a brand move for me. I started getting into those things and I started getting, and that's what I do like post or pre or post season. That's kind of what it is. And then when I'm in album mode, all that stuff just, Helps me build the palette, build like a kind of mood and an ecosystem yeah. mm. and echo chambers of, of of a space that I really want to make artwork in. So that's kind of the space that I'm in now. After the two shows I did, you know, work gets out to the collectors, the show, the rest of the work comes back home and starts getting auctioned off and whatever this or that have you or whatever sold here and there. And, and while that's happening, I'm just kind of building that new look. You know, Michael, again, Michael, you know what I'm saying? After Thriller, he was like this pretty boy in leather he murdered out in belt buckles and denim you know hell what i'm yeah, saying hell like, yeah, hell yeah. like that's i was like i want to be a chameleon like that yeah you know yeah. and i think that's part again for whoever would consider me somebody to take food for thought for, from i'm flattered if there's anything that brands and oh my god everybody in the mother's got a brand everything's got like this yeah, this yeah, yeah. to it I said from jump like my lifestyle I am a brand therefore I don't fake it therefore I am real therefore if I choose to wear all black that's just my style if I choose to wear color that's just I don't owe anybody a look I don't yeah. the goal is to make a brand that is fluid that is interpret in interpretable that is subject to change but it's you, you know what I'm saying it's you it's, it's me always, it's, it's always not trying. growing yeah. it's not you're not like, trying you know what I'm it's saying? Just you. It's, yeah. Right. You, you know? know what I mean? Like and moods fluctuate. Exactly. Seasons fluctuate. You know what I'm saying? Like but, the day you're doing I, what you want. Picasso, I don't like him personally, artistically, and I think he's a misogynistic pig. I think we give him too much credit. <laughs> but Pablo Picasso, his blue phase, he was he was a chameleon. He was yeah. down for just fluctuating and changing. So you don't say like, oh, it's like the next series gonna be blue. But I think no, the, you say it's gonna be a Picasso. The mm. defining thread like, though mm. is what you said before, is that like, and I think this is true of I don't know if it's just artists. I mean, it's definitely true of people that I gravitate to. Mm-hmm. Is that is that you're not looking for anybody else to define what you are. You don't need no, anybody right. else to tell you right. what you are. And that is, I think, the thread that runs through. Because seasons change. Moves right. change. Right. Your, your preferences change. Right. And your ability to be confident enough to just kind of move through that. Right. Is all predicated on the fact that you are not looking for anybody else to tell you what you are. Right. And you're going to tell people think, what you are. And I think too, I think, cause that's a hundred percent true. And that's, that's how I move. And I think because when a, a plus or a benefit to moving that way, for me, at least in my experience in, in being in this for X amount of time, it's been a long time now that I'm thinking about it, but 
you know, whether I take JB or I take a friend of mine, Joseph Santarpia, who's an incredible painter, incredible dude, you know, MFA from Stony Brook. He's killing, he's the only one out here that, that scares me, you know, and right. I don't scare, I'm not that scared, but I'm scared. You feel me? Like, I'm not scared of him, but when love, he has a show, I'm like, damn, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's got something out. Like, I gotta I go that. see what he's up to. No, he's like my, he's my creative sparring partner for that. sure. He feels me in so many ways. He's a dope dude. That's my brother. But again, to, to, I bring them up. I bring them two up specifically to say, like, when you're moving like that, when you're not looking for for X, Y, and Z or, or anybody from, you're not looking that for that from anyone. You know, when somebody that matters, that genuinely has opinion that that's valuable, it hits you. You know, well, real recognize it, it, real. It clears a path for like real insight and real growth. Oh, yeah. word like. You know, this guy said something to me. Joseph said something to me that really hit. That's a good idea. Like mm. that, I didn't see that. Maybe that is a mm -hmm. cool thing. Or JB, like, yo, he's right. I should, I should try yeah, that. That is yeah. a good look. You know what I mean? And that's because, how you evolve. You right. Know? I think when you're not looking, when you're convicted, when you're doubled down, it, well, and, and you're it surrounding just makes yourself with other real, people, real growth. The the stuff that's valuable. It makes yeah. it makes room for your ears to listen to really valuable things. Yeah, that's you what know? we talk about all the time. It's like you you, know? you get to the point where you create your own filter of what you take in. Yes. Of course. What's valuable 100%. to you. Yes. You know? I, I tell everybody I'm just yeah. I'm just a vessel. I'm just a, a conduit. You know what I'm saying? Like and that's that's going back to the whole process thing. That's the hard part that I don't know if I'll ever get any better at answering. I have my my tangible practice that helps me execute, but there's just a level of it that, that you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm still having a hard time explaining. And as the work gets bigger and deeper, that 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 source, you know, whatever, God, Michael Jackson, slice of pizza, whatever's up there, <laughs> it doesn't come from me. You know what I'm hell saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm just trying it's to just be the moving. vessel for it. I'm just trying to clean out. I'm just trying to clean out the oil hell, funnel no, so yeah. it goes... You and that, I mean? and that, that, what you said about athleticism, you know, I kind of interpret that as like the consistency of 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 the action because I believe that very much. Right. I believe that you know it's coming from somewhere. Yeah, that is sure. not of this world for sure. The, and, uh, what separates, I think, you know, the men from the boys, for the lack of a better term, is the people that develop what you call athleticism. Yeah, what, people that develop. Because there's a lot, I mean, I've met many people that are super off the charts talented. Yeah, but, uh, me too. And, likewise. And they're receiving likewise. messages that are just otherworldly, right. other level, but they, but they have can't no physically ability. Connect it. They have they, no yeah. ability to execute. They can't plug it in. Yes. You know? Yes. A hundred, I've met a thousand people like that. You need to a have both like of those components. For sure. For One without 100%. the other is very, very difficult to, to get any traction. Exactly. And that's a thousand percent. And then another Michael Jackson quote, they're asking him about how he makes music, how he made Billy Jean, you know, he said he was playing pinball and like eating popcorn and it just hit him. You know what I'm saying? The, yeah. the little chord just hit him. So he ran to a tape recorder, recorded it. And then, you know, the rest, he says like, you know, there's no, there's no timeline. There's no nothing. And I'm paraphrasing again, but he says, I just make space for God to enter the room. Yeah. And that's, again, one of that. the many Michael quotes that sticks with me for sure that I know my practice. I know what my hands are capable of and, and how I like to execute them. And I have that down to a science, down to an athletic, where I say it's athleticism because it is. And that gives, I got that and I did that and I mastered it and I learned it. And I'm always, every time I advance, I have to remaster it. I have to rehab it. Anytime that the weights get too light, I put more weight on. You know what mm. I'm saying? There's that. But I only do that so passionately. I only do that so I'm only such like a dictator about that because that provides space for God to enter the room. You know, if I don't do that, you know, I, I might miss a message. You know, I might, 
flew right over my head. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I had this great idea, but because I wasn't mentally training myself to execute that idea or to listen to it when it was said or when it was received, that's it. You know, we missed that. I just missed out on a thousand dollar painting. You know? Oh yeah. So it's oh, shit, man. I think you know? I think there's no better spot to yeah, end it but right lucky, there. Man. Really appreciate you coming down, man. Sure. Thank you guys for having me. I definitely, appreciate it very definitely, much. Thank uh, you. Really appreciate the uh your perspective and uh you know Thank you, man. Any anybody that's down to hear me ramble, I'm, I'm <laughs> thankful. You know what I'm saying? I could keep going all day. You what know? do you got going on right now? Anything you want to plug, anything you want to hype up? Oh, no, I'm, I'm good. I mean, you. the two solo shows this, this summer, again, thank you to all the teams and all the collaborative partners involved in those two shows. Jess from Muñeca Art House, Jose from Colors, and the team over at Spotlight. It, it's just been great. You know, it's just been an incredible summer, given the circumstances, too. Mm-hmm. I was happy to be in this place where I'm in now. All the collectors, thank you. It's dope. Um, so with that being said, I just think I, I put out, I, I, I did that to give myself time. You know, I, I put those albums out if you will, to give myself time for something, for people to have something to enjoy, for it to let, for people to know, like I ain't stopping. I picked up right where I left off. You know what I'm saying? Post, post pandemic, we still eating. We're still hungrier than everybody in the room. You know what I'm saying? Like we're still getting it way more than before. You know what I mean? Like I'm very thankful that I had the opportunity to do that. Now that I've done that, I take it in grace and, and gratitude. And I just go back to the drawing board and make a bigger and better album. That's all. I have projects in place that are multimedia that have other facets that are going to expose my audience. I hate the fans. Like, that's another thing, too. Let's just stop saying that shit. I hate that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, social media got everybody in the mother feeling like fans. they got fans. I don't have fans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so stupid. It's so I love that. Love you know that. what I mean? Like, support. No, you because, support me. Thank you. No, I because, bro, there's you know people out there. I hate it so much. I, I, I think it. about this shit all the time to where, like, you got 2,500 Instagram followers. That's enough to make you feel like you're something. Right. But not enough for you to actually be Yeah, it doesn't matter. Something. It and doesn't like there matter. are so many people it's so stupid. that are in that right. range where they got a couple thousand and they're convinced. And those are the people that are doing um eh, fucking that doing 17 different titles. 15 and it's like of those 25k are gonna watch this movie. Those fucking haters. <laughs> those guys are so mad. <laughs> they don't live this life, bro. You know what I'm <laughs> What's so- up, guys? <laughs> We're gonna look like some bitter ass boomers to somebody. Whatever. Yeah, that's man. cool. That's Whatever. Nah. <laughs> gonna come at me like I'm a dickhead at Let some him point. Come, in time. Let That's him what come. I'm saying. I'm cool. Let I'm come. all for it. I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I'm all for it. Get your weight up. Make some yeah, good shit. For right? sure. <laughs> but it's true though. Like I so, so again to anybody that, that supports me, man. Like whether you just like what I do on Instagram, whether you come to the show or you buy, I don't care. I, it's love, man. The fact that I'm I'm you, you guys, the fact that I'm here talking to you guys off the fact that I make art is dope to Hell me. Yeah. I'm happy. You're I'm, doing it. I'm okay. You're I'm, doing I'm thankful. I'm learning. I, I'm trying to just be more present. And that's a quick side note. Like, yo, you know, you guys can relate, I'm sure. Like, yo, it's always what's next. It's always... Oh, yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just got to be in the moment. Sometimes just you just be, be thankful. Celebrate every win, big or small. So I, I'm trying to do that. So with that being said, like... I'm kind of disappearing. I'm kind of going to pull a Kanye and come back in all black wearing, you know, Fredonda <laughs> next year, you know, like just make something very abundantly in peace. I just want to make my new album to be, I want it to be my next collection of work to be abundant and deep and really reference everything that I've learned artistically and everything that I've gone through person, personally and culturally. And every, I, I just want to address, I want this to be my deepest body of work today, oh, yeah. you know? So just stay tuned. That's that. You stay know, tuned. yeah, stay for tuned. sure. Thank you. That's cool. <laughs>